My name is Drew Joyner, and you're listening to the Beyond the Garment podcast, a podcast dedicated to enriching the lives of others by talking about sustainability, fashion, art, and culture. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed creating it. All right, let's get to today's episode. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back or welcome to episode 32 of the Beyond the Garment podcast. The way in which I found out about today's guest was actually through TikTok. See, when I, when I go on TikTok, guys, I'm on the fashion and the art side of TikTok. So I was just kind of scrolling through and I see this incredible, incredible varsity jacket and uh, this, this voiceover from, uh, from the guest that we have on today. And I, you know, reached out to him and he agreed to be on the podcast. I'm really thankful. So allow me to introduce you guys to today's guest, Noel Sigua. Noel. What's going on, guys? How are you doing today, man? What's going on? What's good? What's good, up, man? Good, good. to be here. It's good to have you, man. How How is your How is your day going so far? Um, Pretty, pretty good. Pretty productive day, I'd say, for myself. Um, just, you know, planning for the later things in the week and um, just taking it day by day. Absolutely, man. And where are you at again? You're in California, are you not? Um, yeah, so I stay in the Bay Area, uh, specifically in Richmond. It's like a city probably 30 minutes away from San Francisco. Oh, very cool. And what's the weather like out there right now, man? Because we just had some snow yesterday. Uh, no, we're going through a storm, kind of. But, you know, Bay Area storms are weird. It's like we'll get rain for maybe overnight and then it'll be sunny throughout the whole day. And then, you know, it'll just it, it's weird. <laughs> Whenever it says it's going to rain, it's going to rain. Okay, okay, okay. So the weather's been a little bit a little bit rainy. It's been It's been like that here, too. We're in... Colorado Noel and which had some snow yesterday so hoping for some better weather oh, wow, yeah. in the next couple of days uh-huh. I don't mind the snow though but it's always nice when it's sunny anyways let is let's get into the first question of the day man um, the first question I always start out with is a background question and Noel what is your background where are you from and how is it like for you growing up as a kid all right um so I'm born and raised in the Bay Area um been here my whole life i haven't really lived in anywhere else besides probably two houses which are kind of in the same general area of each other so yeah from the bay area specifically a city called richmond mm-hmm. um and how was it like for me growing up yeah man um i'd say i had a pretty good childhood really um really good family very family based um i have a huge family um, my great grandmother had um 11 children so you could have just imagine how many cousins i have Oof. um yeah so um growing up i guess i'll touch more on to like the fashion side of it because i feel like i've been surrounded by it my entire life um you know growing up i had the flyest uncles and aunties always buying the newest shoes always in like the best clothes and keeping up with the trends and whatnot um so yeah i was exposed to that at a young age and i really took a liking to it i felt like um at the age of maybe like four or five i was already dressing myself and um yeah and i took i took a particular liking to just jordans and you know nikes in general and i would always dream about um you know being able to get like the hottest shoe um but thankfully i do have my uncles who would uh pass stuff down to me um but yeah growing up pretty simple life you know really just um go to school like like normal kids and i feel like at the time um, we didn't really have electronics either so um yeah, I'd stay outside most of the time. And then um, I was really creative as a kid as well. I'd always draw. I'd always build things. Um, I'm sure you know what Legos are. Of course. Um, who hasn't picked those? Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, very creative kid. I felt like um, my my mother gave me uh, an outlet to be as creative as her because she would always scrapbook and she was always taking pictures and um, you know recording videos like family home videos. She was kind of the vlogger before that it was even a thing. Wow. Um, so yeah, I feel like I come from a very creative background, very fashion um, enticed background, and um, it kind of contributed to who I am today for sure. Very cool, man. That kind of it's a perfect segue into my next question because I, I think that you had mentioned, you know, your uncles and your aunts were always, you know, on top of their looks. They were on top of the, the sneakers and, and maybe they had some nice clothing and whatnot. Um, and ma- they introduced you into, you know, a lot of the, the fashion elements that you kind of grew up with. How, how old was it when you, you said you were four years old when you started dressing yourself, which is incredible, <laughs> but how, how old was it, you know, when you started to kind of take that next step into engaging in fashion and buying clothing, buying garments uh, or buying sneakers or whatever it was for you? Um, mm. When, when did that happen? Um, so like I said, I was um, always wanting to dress myself at a young age. I feel like as any kid, you really didn't have, you know, the funds to get the pieces that you wanted at the time and like your only way was inheriting something like old from um, an older sibling or like your un- uncle or your aunt and um, that's how most of the things came to me um, but when I really started to take that push into kind of um, discovering my own style and being able to like start off for pieces that I wanted for myself was probably um, let's say my junior year in high school mm. was when like, I got my first job um, and ever since like I got my first paycheck, I was just always, you know, spend it on clothes and really just like building my wardrobe to like what it is today. Um, yeah, I think that was probably like my very first um, experience of like being able to actually wear what I wanted to wear instead of like wearing what was given to me and being able to style that. Um, so, yeah, definitely. It makes a lot of sense, too. I mean, your first job is your first opportunity to make your own kind of income and get to buy what you want to buy and no one really has the right to tell you right uh, yeah. to tell you yes exactly. or no so that's pretty cool mm-hmm. um where when does the story of your brand come in absolute or is it absolute usa or is it just absolute absolutely yeah yes, so i absolute. thought when what is the origin of that so i actually came up with the name about a year and a half ago um i'd always knew in the back of my head even when i was younger i was like it would be insane to own my own clothing brand or to start my own brand definitely and you know, the idea of it wasn't necessarily like, oh, I want to start a brand so everybody could wear it. It was like, I want to start a brand because there's so many things out there that I would love to wear, but I want it to be in my own vision, like make it myself, you know? So like things that are lacking in my closet that I can't, you know, not necessarily not find, but something that I wanted in my own vision. So um, about last year recently, um, like in maybe August, September-ish, um, funny, you mentioned like you found me off of TikTok. So a graphic designer, um, actually from the Bay Area, he found me off of TikTok, and he um, slid into my DMs, and he was like, um, "Hey, bro, if you're ever wanting to start a brand or you ever need graphic work, like I'm down." And he really pushed me. I was like, "Uh, I'm not sure. You know, it's not really in the right timing, or it's not something that I'm really pushing for right now." And at this point, I'm really like you know, really fashion inclined, I've already built like that following and that community around me to like, oh, this might be the perfect time to actually do it. Definitely. Um, yeah, so it, it going back to probably the origin of it, um, I don't want to get too far off track and go like too deep into the story. You're good. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so the name actually absolute, um, 
I was just thinking in my room, actually. It was like a pretty late night. And I was almost on the verge of like, you know, maybe this fashion thing isn't cut out for me. Maybe I don't want to do it. But um, I was thinking, I was like, I, the, I think the most important thing about having a clothing brand or putting anything out there that's art is like the meaning behind it. Anybody can put out something, but as, if there's no meaning attached to it, I feel like it doesn't really do much for people or for myself as well. So Absolute was kind of, um, it's a meaning for like being complete, like no doubt being complete within yourself, not doubting yourself, you know, having that um, full capacity of love for yourself. And it really spurs from my personal experiences. Um, I feel like going back to me being like growing up and whatnot, I feel like I would always look outwards for people to um, make me happy or to make me feel whole. Right. And you don't really understand these things as a kid. You kind of grasp it when you get a little bit older. You're kind of like, okay, you know, maybe I have been too reliant on other people probably my whole life. And me taking the fashion thing full speed ahead was me, you know, discovering myself and what I meant um, for myself and like, you know, being able to express who I am um, and, you know, having that integrity and that self-love for myself. So absolute is, is completely embodies that. Like our, my, our main slogan is, just, you know, uplifting individuals, never stop loving you. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how it came to be. I love it, man. That's incredible. I had no idea. Um, yeah. I think, I think the thing about your brand that is, is really impressive. I think when I, when I just kind of glossed over it, when I first saw it on TikTok and, you know, doing more research on Instagram is um how versatile yeah like simplistic yet bold i don't know there's a lot of words i think of when i think about the graphic mm -hmm. the absolute graphic i actually have seen it i saw it even before the tiktok that i saw on instagram someone someone wearing because i'm in the fashion community i see you know people wearing outfits having tote bags yeah. and things like that and i saw that i saw the graphic mm -hmm. before um which is uh, it's really interesting that that's the definition behind it. It's about this this wholeness, this completeness. And I think you're mm -hmm. so right. I think um, a lot of people begin to realize this, that, you know, when they're younger, they want to be a part of uh, maybe a clique or a group or they want to be a part of something. Right, right. Trying to find, trying, trying to find um, like fit in, give, like, you know, find your niche and just be with those people. Absolutely. But like that, I think absolute is just like, being able to, you know, stay in your own and be who you are, not who anybody else is or like who you want to be or just to fit in. It's like just loving who you are. Yeah, that's like the main definitely, thing. Definitely, man. Definitely. I love that. I love that. Noel, one of the questions I want to ask you that's a little bit off the cuff because um, the people who listen to this podcast, they probably will know you. Some of them won't know you. You have built this audience on social media, on Instagram specifically. How did how did that happen? Um, how did you you know how many followers do you have right now on Instagram? Like ten ten thousand or something like that, or uh, one point nine as of today. I think I'm about to hit eleven, maybe tomorrow. Yeah, something incredible like that. <laughs> how did you how did you grow that audience? Uh, I'm just curious for myself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> actually, I love telling this story. It's probably my favorite story to tell because um, none of this was like sought after. It just kind of happened. And, you know, I'm just been capitalizing on it and, you know, um, just using my audience to my advantage. So it started probably uh, my freshman year in college. Um, like I said, you know, when I really like got into into fashion, it was probably junior year, even though I've had that whole background of me being a child and growing up on it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, when I was probably a freshman, um, I felt like I had pretty decent style. And at the time, you know, I would wear what any like young kid would wear was like, you know, Supreme um like vape like palace all those like all the flashy stuff yeah. that everybody knows um and 
I would just be chilling in the parking lot with my boys early morning because we all had the same schedule. And it was, I remember it so vividly. I was just like, they were gassing me up. They're like, damn, your outfit's kind of nice today. <laughs> you know, it was like this, uh, this supreme like half zip, hella colorful with like some ripped jeans and some Yeezys. And then I was like, I looked at him. I was like, you've never complimented me before. Thank you. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Hey, take my picture real quick. So then I gave him my phone and then um, he took my picture. And I feel like it was kind of a trend at the time where people just cut their heads off in the pictures mm -hmm. and it would just be like fit. So he took my picture and then I probably wasn't on Instagram prior to that. So I made an account, I think that day. And it, I was like, what's my name going to be? And, you know, I was like, I was a huge Kanye fan at the time. And I still am. Like, I really like, he really inspires me in like, um, in, in all aspects really. Um, so I was like, Noelle West. I was like, all right, let's do it. So then <laughs> I made the account and, um, you know, first Fitbit goes up and like, nobody knows me. Nobody followed me. Obviously I'm following like my friends and my family and the locals around here. Right. Um, and then the second one came in and then the third one came in and then I started to follow people who, who were doing like fit picks at the time, you know, this is probably like early eras of fit picks where it wasn't really like a super big, like trend right now. Um, so I was like, what's differentiating me from them? I was like, Oh shoot, they're using hashtags. Mm. And if you're not like, super social media wise, um, like hashtags are a big thing in any platform to help you grow. Um, just to have people see your work and whatnot. Definitely. So I was like, let me start, you know, throwing hashtags on there. So then once I started using the hashtags, you know, the growing, um, I mean, the following just slowly started to grow, like not too crazy, like little bits here and there. Um, and first thing I know is like, it just goes to like 800 followers within maybe like two months or something. Mm -hmm. And from that, what's, what really blows my mind. And this is probably the icing on the cake for me when I, you know, was able to hit this point in terms of like my fashion career. Right. I got an email one day from, um, from PacSun wow. and um, and Forever 21 in the same day. And mind you, my account was went from taking iPhone pictures to me buying a camera and really, because um, I forgot, I'm like sidetracking here and there are no, like you're good. putting pieces back in. But um, prior to like taking the fashion really serious, I was, a, I was a photographer and I have that background in photography and videography and really like creating videos and taking nice pictures. So I was like, why not mold the two things together? Of course. So I went ahead myself my own camera and my quality was like pretty decent. I'd say at the time. And then that's when the Paxson and forever 21 thing hit me. Um, so I got an email and I read it. They're like, Hey, we've been loving your style. We found you off of Instagram. Um, how would you like to be an ambassador for us? And I'm like, Ooh. I was just like freaking out at the time. I was just like, this is insane. Why? First of all, why me? Somebody, you know, an Asian American that only has 800 followers. Um, you know, it's kind crazy. of like a nobody. You know? And I feel like I don't give myself any, enough credit like till this day. But, um, you know, those emails are basically asking, we will send you clothes in exchange for you taking pictures for us and, be, and letting us use it for like our, our social media platforms and website. And at the time, you know, it's a kid's dream. Any kid's dream that would, you know, be loved like fashion so i was like yeah i'm gonna go for it and then ever since then um i've just been um using that to my advantage and i would um like sought out brands that i would actually like and i would use like i'd be hey i've already worked with paxton and forever 21 like using it as my resume mm. and then reaching out to new brands to want to work with them and you know i've continued to do that to this day so it, and then over time that following just like continued to grow and grow and grow. And a lot of the times it wasn't even like 
work that I was doing for brands. It was just me um, posting my personal fit pics, you know, and it's Instagram is not um, like me in any way trying to flex or me like showing, you know, that that's that term was like reality versus like um, Instagram. Mm -hmm. I'm like really my reality, though. Um, so it was just me having Instagram as a place to document my outfits because, you know, I love my fashion. I wanted to be able to look back on what I've worn in the past. So till this day, that's what I use it for. And, you know, I've just happened to accumulate a following. Incredible, man. I, I don't think anyone, at least from my perspective, I have no judgment for you from, from you. I know that sometimes people can be a little bit um, judgmental when they, when they appear, when someone appears to just post pictures of fashion and things like that. But I, I know that you come from yeah, a place. Especially, especially in, in today's world, mm -hmm. I feel like everybody's popping on it. Everybody's just, you know, doing it. But, um, yeah, th this is great. I love telling my story because little little do people know, like, this is like what I completely embody. This is who I am. It's not a flex, you know? Exactly. I can't for people to hear that, too, because I think it's important to be able to express it. Like, you can you can make an, an IG story or you can post a video of it, and people may still, you know, think it's coming from a fake place. But now I, I get to see you face-to-face. -face. You know, our con yeah, yeah. our content will, will hopefully generate more understanding of who you are as an individual. So I'm super excited for that, yeah. man. Yeah, for it, bro. Thank you for this. Kind of uh, moving back towards the brand, Absolute. Um, can you talk to me a, a little bit about the products that you've made up into this point and then the inspirations for those products and then kind of transition to talking about what you have planned? Yeah, sure. Um, so as I mentioned before, um, you know, talking to the, the graphic designer and at the time I'm not Photoshop savvy at all. Um, we, I wanted to... Um, release something that everybody would understand what absolute meant. I didn't want to just, cause I just felt like if I just do absolute on a t-shirt, nobody would be like, Oh, like, it's just, a t you know, it's just like any other brand that throws like a college font on a t-shirt. Um, I wanted, you know, it to, to mean something. So I was like trying to come up with a slogan and it's kind of like cliche nowadays where you just, you know, I just threw the self love club on the t-shirts. Um, and I'm sure plenty of brands have done a self-love club like series or something that expresses self-love, but you know, I was all for it. And I think the big, um, factor that really gave me kind of an upper hand or really like took an interest by people was like just using that orange, black and white colorway at the time I was like in love with the orange and I still am to this day. I'm wearing an orange beanie, yep. but, um, yeah. So the first things I designed was like, you know, let's just drop some basic tees, absolute self-love club. How simple can it get? You know? And it was a hit. I, you know, started a brand and, you know, we sold out. Um, so then um, the next collection or the next drop, I was like, I want to make a crew neck. You know, I want a crew neck for myself. I love wearing crew necks. I want a great crew neck and I want a navy crew neck. And then um, I was just sitting in the car with my friend um, on a way home. And I was like, what do you think I should make next? Because what, what people don't really know is like, Absolute is just me being able to express my creativity. It's like um, a place where there's no rules, no like some nobody telling me how I should design something, what I should make. It's kind of just like my little playground. So it's like whatever I take an attraction to, I'm going to make it, um, you know, in my vision, of course. So she was like, you know, Paisley's really hot right now. And I was like, you know, you're right. And she was like, why don't you like make a you know, a crew neck with absolute, but put the Paisley pattern on the inside. And I was like, I've never seen anybody do that. So that's how kind of how it spurred. Went to the drawing board with the graphic designer and we were like, how do we throw Paisley in there? And I want to do Navy because like I have a high attraction to Navy at the time. So then we made that 
And um, I'm sure you saw the the TikTok of me shooting the lookbook. Um, that was probably the most fun I've had. And like really um, like a feeling of like, oh yeah, I belong here. Or like, this is what I'm meant to do. You know, it's kind of my calling, just being creative director, like having your models posing, having a photographer, having like, you know, behind the scenes shooters and just having a whole team there. I was just like, wow, this is like so surreal. Um, so those are the past two drops. Um, for the future, we're actually dropping hats um, this Friday um, and varsity jackets. I actually have like all of them right here. Yeah, the varsities <laughs> look crazy. Wait, um, wait, can I get a look at the varsity? <laughs> oh man, I can't wait for the varsity. I know it's gonna be. I know it's gonna be incredible. I've been wanting these for a long time, and the funny thing about these is. Um, it was one night I was just chilling in my room on FaceTime with my homegirl. And I was like, you know, it'd be fire as a one of one piece, mm. like just for myself. And then um, she was like, what? I was like, a varsity jacket. And then I was like, you know what? Let me go see if I can find a manufacturer right now. So long story short, found a manufacturer that same night, designed it on Photoshop and everything. And then boom, had it made and got it like within like two weeks. Dang. And I was, actually, I'll show you the sample first because I do not like the sample at all. Dang. Yeah, I love to see the process. So this is the first jacket. Wow. Um, I knew I wanted the like the baseball type of logo A, and then I wanted it to be very simple. And obviously, this doesn't hit like the my actual logo does. It just is absolute, you know. Yeah. yeah. But at the time, I was really juiced over it because this is these are actually cream sleeves. Yeah, I noticed that. that, that I know, love the cream. Cream was hot at the time, um, and then cream accents. But my emphasis on the jacket was like, you know, I want people to notice the colors that I choose. Yeah. You know, it's not like those, like everyone else's jackets. And, you know, how many times I've gotten people tell me, you should throw something on the back. And I'm like, it doesn't need to be on the back. Like, this is very, this is very clean. It's like, it. so long story short, we have the green one, the green jacket. Um, oh, man. And we have cream accents. You know, we have the cream striping um, and then the cream pockets and then the cream buttons. And then on the, the patches, we actually have um, like brown stitching surrounding. And then the inside is like more of a cream as well. Ooh, man. And then on this one, uh, it's like this this color, the brown matches this. And um, this one has like more of a green outlining. It's mm. all embroidered. So it's like really, really clean to me. And, um, cool. you know, while I'm on the topic of uh, jackets, um, there will be vegan and um, genuine leather options for people, you know, obviously differentiating it in price, but... I've heard both sides of the spectrum where a lot of people, um, you know, support the vegan movement. And, but then there are people who are like, you know, vegans really not that good for you and da, 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 da. But I'm like, okay, I'm just going to give you guys options. I love it, man. Um, I love it. Yeah. So this is the blue one. Um, bl blue and um, green, probably like my favorite one. Green is my this favorite. One, like, green is my favorite so far. Yeah, the green one hits, yeah. um, but this one has the brown um, and tan as well. The cream accents. And then for the more brighter colors, the orange one, which was my favorite in the beginning, yeah. um, cream accents as well. We got the black and then the red just follows the same scheme. Dang, bro. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's incredible. Um, very crazy. Um, so, yeah, it was definitely a process. And I just want to show off the tag real quick because, um, you know, you get all these different pieces and then you just have friends who know how to sew and, you know, you just make stuff. Man, beautiful, uh, beautiful. So, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Man, I I'm so excited for those. Those those are the the items that like obviously varsity jackets are also very 
hot, very apropos right now. And uh, yes, yes, I can't, I can't wait till that drop, man. Um, I, I can only imagine how excited you are as well. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I know the people have been waiting. I've been waiting for a long time. Um, the only reason why it's been taking so long is um, I was supposed to drop a sweatsuit collection prior to this, and the timing just didn't line up. Um, but everything's coming in really, really soon. I'm dropping hats in the meantime. Um, and one thing about me, I'll just say it right now is I don't want to just like put something out and just like, oh yeah, here, you guys buy it. I want to attach a meaning to, uh, or I try to, to every collection that I do make and, um, really shoot a lookbook and try to tell a story before people are able to purchase something. Definitely. You know, definitely, definitely. I love that. And I think, I think it's an important aspect too. I think, uh, if you just try to sell an item and this is this is a good lesson for anybody who is in the business of of building a brand, selling products, um the the story, the story is more important a lot of times than the item. An item can be an incredibly cool item. If you have a mm-hmm. if you just put it out there and you just expect invisible supporters to to buy it, you you're going to find yourself in a position where you've probably spent a lot of money and don't have the, you know, funds to recoup the investment that you lost in because you didn't tell a good story. So it's the story exactly. the story element is huge, huge, huge. There's got to yeah, be a reason. Very big. There's got to be a reason to the rhyme. Noel, one of the questions yeah. I really want to ask you, man, and I I should ask this question more often because I feel like um for me it's good insight and for the listener it's good insight, but how do you define success for your brand? Tough question, but it's a good question. It's a, yeah, very, very good question. Actually really tough. I've never been hit by that one before, but success for my brand. Um, I feel like what everybody think is a success for a brand is if they can like, if they can sell out, if they can pull in big sales or if their following is high. Um, I think success for my brand personally, as, as much as you don't want to tie it to money and sales and like, you know, the really like the hype around it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just me being happy with what I've been able to create, you know, and I'm really picky. Like I'm probably the most pickiest person I know, very, very um, like a perfectionist at heart. Um, I think success for the brand is if I'm able to deliver um, a product while, like we said, by also tying in a story and being able to, um, I think actually just came to mind right now because I've never been asked this question. I think the success for me now that I actually think about it is if people can look at my brand or, and they can resonate with it. It doesn't matter how big my following is or, or if people like it or they don't, it's more so can, can, can somebody tell me like, I really resonate with your brand and the messages that you put out. And that's more than enough for me because really I just want to be able to um, spread that love and positivity and uplift somebody, you know, spread that awareness for how important it is to love yourself, how important it is to surround yourself with beings that will help you grow and help you move and navigate throughout life. Um, I think that's more than, you know, more than a following, more than, um, you know, um, all the money that comes in from it. Um, What I really love is when I can wear something. Um, For instance, uh, I took a trip to LA last year wearing my my absolute tote bag with the self-love club on it. And I went to uh, Melrose Trading Post and it's like a fashion hub of people who are into it. So yep. I got stopped plenty of times where people were just like, oh my gosh, I just love your bag. And, you know, getting that recognition um, because of what the brand means, um, I think that's more of a success because you have big brands out there that are literally just selling their name. They can, you know, they, 
anybody can drop the same product as they do, but it's the name and the meaning behind it, you know? Definitely. Definitely, man. I love that. I absolutely love that. One of the last questions I want to ask you, Noel, um, is kind of on along the same lines of how you define the success. It's kind of like an overarching question. Um, and the question is, uh, above all else, what do you want people to know about your brand, Absolute? Hmm. It's it's just what do I want people to know about? So that's actually pretty tough. Um, like I said, it's always express like and and putting emphasis on you know self loving and um, taking the shot is the next collection, obviously. But taking that the risk and um, it's it's basically me being able to pass down the knowledge that I have and the experience that I have and putting it through. Um, fashion into clothes you know and when people wear it I want them to have a sense of like um, I love myself this is who I am Um, you know maybe I should be taking more risk in life maybe I should um, be doing things that will help me in the the long run you know worry about things that matter Um, absolute really is just a, a a brand where you can rep it and you know you feel like you love yourself you know you feel like you're that guy or you're that girl like you really just feel very uplifted when you're wearing my clothes definitely man i love it i mean that's simply put that's all you have to say i I, that's a great that's a great reason to that's a great thing to have above all else this idea of self that's a a positive message man and so yeah yeah i want to thank you so much noel for for spending some time on the show i said that was my last question but i have to ask you if i get out to the bay area can i take some fit pics with you bro of course, bro. Just let me know. We will schedule something. I'm always free, always down to work with people, especially if they're coming from outside the Bay. But yeah, we will definitely do that. All right. When I make it out there, I, I know exactly who to who to who to DM, who to call. Um, oh, yeah, bro. Where can people find He's out? Where can people find out more about you on social media and whatnot? Um, I am Noelle West on all social media platforms. Um, you know, Instagram, Twitter, um, Clubhouse, TikTok, even YouTube. Clubhouse, yes. Uh, Noelle West, N-O-E-L-L-Y West. Yeah. Sweet. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, man. Would you say something else? Nah, you're good, bro. Nah, nah, nah. Cool, man. Like I said, thank you for coming on the podcast. It was it was a, it was a treat to have you, man. Uh, good luck to you in, in your upcoming collection and your upcoming product offerings. I wish only the best for you. Thank you, bro. Appreciate that. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Beyond the Garment podcast. We hope you gained some value from it. Wherever you are in the world, have a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll see you next time.